0: Good afternoon, and you are listening to WQKELP 93.9 FM out of Plattsburgh, New York. This is your 3 o'clock sports report with Desmond and Liam. Desmond, it an action-packed weekend. Uh yes, You sir. make it out live? You make it out okay? Yes.
1: Yes. It's you sure? And there's a lot of basketball. A lot of, yeah.
0: A lot to really A lot of, a lot of drama bring to bring in. Down. And we look, yeah, like I said, stay tuned for a good show today. We've got a lot of basketball for you guys, so for your NBA playoff followers, we'll break down the series and uh, give us our thought, give you our thoughts, excuse me, on what's going on, so let's... Before we jump into the
1: NBA, we usually start with the NFL, yeah. but we decided that, uh, obviously we have a show every Wednesday, which is the day before the draft, so for our Wednesday show, we are going to have a lot yeah, essentially on the a NFL draft, draft
0: coverage. basically. Uh, well, so, a little bit of NBA that day, of course, but yeah, yeah just draft coverage, so, All right, so definitely that, tune in there. We'll move into the NBA. Wait, wait, wait. Matching attire, I think. We have matching attire. Yes, I think it's Shorts one- Monday, right? You still have shorts on?
1: Yeah, I still have shorts on.
0: Yeah, it's Shorts Monday at uh, WQKE.
1: Yeah, that was intended.
0: It was. It's right. really nice out in Plattsburgh. Well, I'm sure if you're well, listening it'd to It would be radio. a lot
1: nicer if there wasn't 20 mile an hour wind. The
0: wind isn't right bad now. anymore. Also, isn't Elon it? Musk just bought Twitter. Should we talk about, should we uh, print no.
1: <laughs> Should we bring that in? No. All right, basketball time. <laughs> Anyways, all right. To start off and we'll talk about to me what has been the most interesting series thus Drama-wise. far. Drama wise, we have the Nets and Celtics. With the Celtics currently up three to nothing. Game four is tonight at seven o'clock. I don't know what channel it's on because the internet in here is absolute poo poo garbage, and I can't look it up. Anyways, Celtics. Gotcha. Uh, so obviously we all know how the Celtics started off the year very slow and then they picked it up and quickly became one of the best teams in the league with the best defense in the league and defense has been the staple of their playoff success thus far they are shutting down Kevin Durant they are slowing down Kyrie Irving the Nets really can't get much going out of those two which is why I think their leading scorer in game three was Bruce Brown which I love Bruce Brown he's a great defensive player and has moments where he looks pretty decent offensively but if he's your leading scorer in a playoff game when Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are on your team, you're not going to go very far, and that's kind of been made clear. Yeah, I think the physicality
0: part of it's impressed me the most. They're, yes. not, they're not scared of Kevin Durant. They're no. not backing down to him. They're getting right in his face and just kind of like p- playing aggressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, a 35-year-old Al Horford is keeping up on Ben Simmons. Or ben Simmons. Um, we'll get on Kevin him Durant. In a yeah, on Kevin Durant the perimeter. So that's really all you need to know about their defense. Yeah, so.
0: they're just, they're I think they're forcing the team to the perimeter, and that's what I like to see. They're not yeah. really letting Kevin Durant get to mid-range. Range. Yeah. You're kind of just forcing him to that perimeter. And then with Kyrie, they're just getting right in his face, is what I've noticed. Just kind of not letting him step back, and not kind of letting him move at all. And it's just... Unbelievable! Like, you mentioned it a lot going on the show. I mean, I believe you, but you mentioned a lot going into the playoffs on the show of how much their defense would be important going into the playoffs. That's the only yeah. way they'll be able to win the series, and that's been, I would say, very true up until this point. Absolutely.
1: And with the I – I don't really want to say biggest story, but what has quickly become the biggest story yes. is Ben Simmons. It was sore back is what it was originally. Okay. I, I'll get into that in a bit, but it was said that he would play in game four – that he was very probable to play in game four. Then after a workout uh, before game three, he woke up with a quote-unquote sore back. Yeah. And there, I've seen a lot of opinions. I know that I'm very, I'm a very lenient, not really lenient, understanding person in terms of injury. But you have not played in, I, I don't know. I've been, I'm trying to like kind of make this funny, But like my brother in Christ. You have not played in one year. You, It is a sore back, I do understand that, but at the same time, you, this is a must-win game, a must-play game. Yeah, we've played as many... You need to suck it up, man, and if you can't play for Game 5, okay, but if you can come in for even 20 minutes of Game 4 and make an impact, you have to do that. You need to do something.
0: Yeah, like, we've played as many NBA Minutes as Benzo and Oh, yeah, year.
1: I mean, it's just, it's insane to me that, like... And you've, you are seeing a lot of people come out with people saying that people within the nets are very, growing very tired of Ben Simmons already. He hasn't even been there for like half a season.
0: Yeah, and uh, like I always think of this sounds like such an old person on Twitter thing to say, but I always think of like Scottie Pippen in Game Six of the '98. Finals no, I mean, where yeah. that guy was leaving the game middle of the game just to get he on his back and then was coming out to be a decoy like you can't just stand there in the way you're big
1: like well, yeah uh, but, I mean at least Scottie Pippen could at least shoot a basketball anyways yeah. uh, I mean it's just I understand that you're hurt I understand I do, I deal with back problems but come on man it is game four you yeah. are going to get swept man you got it 20 minutes 20 minutes of game and you can make a difference. Yeah, you can make a, a legit difference. They need someone in the paint. There's they need the paint. paint they need yeah. the paint presence, they need the defense. They need, they need someone the to space the floor
0: a little bit. Like what? Did you just say Ben Simmons is spacing the floor? Sorry, the sorry. Wow. I have a lot of high expectations for Ben Simmons at this point because we haven't seen him play in forever. I don't. I I mean Or I guess I have I don't want to say high expectations. I, I, I just I expect a lot out of him. Is that a good way to put it? I expect like twelve and seven
1: and good defense. That's well, that's it. all they need. That's what they've been missing the entire series. Yeah, no, I I agree. But anyways, I mean that's really all there is. Like I said, game game I four look is spread on this game quickly. Game four is tonight. Obviously, I'm going to go Celtics, especially if they're able to slow down KD Kyrie again, which they are likely going to. And I said it before the playoffs started that if the Celtics could keep their defense up and Rob will was healthy, I think that they could potentially go and win the finals. And watching them slow down Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving the way they have really makes me think that the Bucks are the only thing in the way I of, agree. of them potentially going to the finals. Because if they're able to shut down Kevin Durant, say they meet the Heat in the, in the, in the conference finals, they're going to easily shut down Jimmy. They're going to shut down Bam. They're going to shut down Kyle Lowry. Because... Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are truly the most skilled offensive players the game has quite literally ever seen. I think the Heat's a better matchup for them, though. Slowing them down. How? But how? Because Jimmy can't shoot a three.
0: No, but they they have better paint presence a lot better paint presence yeah, but Bam, and they have a lot better defense okay but Bam
1: hasn't even been playing well i know but
0: their defense is probably season. twice as better as the nets and that's not even an over exaggeration at this point yeah it is but like they they have a better chance at making a lot closer of a series yeah they okay, got making on, it in, closer, in game, in game, game 3 they got explain, the but. i hate to say it, if you watch game 3 it looked like the nets were getting destroyed in game 3 i know the the box score wasn't as yeah um Displaying of that, but they just got destroyed. There are actually underdogs tonight, at one point. But one point being a one point underdog Who is the Nets. The, the Celtics are, but it's because they're playing in Brooklyn. yeah oh, okay.
1: I think with the way betting works, if you're home, you automatically you automatically
0: and to get be like a, a, a one amount. point to be a one point underdog, your ba- it's basically. I was going to
1: say, like you get automatic like two or three point favor or something. Do you know like how that. money
0: line works? Kind of not so really.
1: I, I just do like parlays. Money
0: line right now was their plus four hundred to win the whole. NBA championship, which means if you put a hundred dollars, you win on the Celtics, you would win four hundred bucks. Four hundred, yeah. So that that's not a that's pretty impressive because no, I don't think they were it was nearly that no, high going into no. the playoffs.
1: Anyways, move on to the next one. We have the uh, uh, Toronto Raptors and Philadelphia seventy <laughs> sixes. Boring series. Philly is up right now three to one. Raptors avoiding a sweep in game four. Uh, I mean. It, like you said, it's been a very boring series. Yeah. The, really, the only takeaway I have right now is that Embiid apparently has a torn ligament in his thumb, which could spell doom. It, he said he's going to play through it, but... i sure this, he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, it really depends on... Oh, the Giants are looking to trade Darius Slayton. Thank God. Anyways, um... Giants are cleaning house right now. We'll uh, yeah. talk about that later. But, um... I mean, yeah, he said he's going to play through it. It really depends on what hand it is. I'm not sure what. I didn't really read up on what hand it is. But Philly, they're a very interesting team. Very. Because if all four of their big players, Embiid, Harden, Maxey, Harris, if they all get hot, they're a very hard team to beat. But at the same time, Harden's not been hot in this playoffs. No, he's been cold. Embiid. Has not really been too insane. Like obviously, he hit the big shot in game three. Yeah. He's been playing great defense, but offensively, outside of free throws, he's not been too crazy. It's really Max he was having. A Even then, he didn't team. play very well in game four. Yeah. I well, none of played well in game four. I did four. a parlay. Um, oh goodness. I actually finally won one. I, I that because it was my last two dollars. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna throw down the last two dollars on a four way parlay, and I should have won twenty. But Tyrese Maxey put up a stinker, and so did OG and and they actually tied in points because it was for Maxey to score more than OG. Yeah. So they ended up tying, and I instead of winning 20, I won 12, but I will still take that. <laughs> but um. That's awesome. Yeah, that's all I to really have in the series. Again, very, very kind of boring.
0: Boring series. It'll be interesting to see where the 76ers
1: go. Yeah. Uh, up next, we have the Bulls and the Bucks. The Bucks leading the series three to one after a very. Very uh, lackluster game four from the Bulls. They've been awful this series, outside of game two, which is looking like a fluke. Um, it, it's really like just showing how dominant the Bucks are, even without even without Middleton. I mean, Holiday's been stepping up great. Lopez has been playing great. Bobby Portis played great in game four. But something that I've kind of noticed recently is um, how kind of bad the Vucevic trade is looking. I mean, obviously you do that. At the time, I thought it was a good trade. Because as good as I thought Wendell Carter would be, I liked the fit from Vuce, Vucevic. Vucevic. I don't know why I struggled there. I I say, I say his name all the time. I don't know why I struggled. <laughs> anyways, um, anyways, he, he just was a better fit offensively for what they needed on the team. But I think they kind of did that move more to try to get a free agent like DeRozan. I don't know how much I would have helped, but at, at the end of the day... You gave up Wendell Carter, who this season, I'm sorry, was better than Vucevic. You give up a pick that ended up being Franz Wagner. Do they pick Franz Wagner? Probably not because they already have a ton of forwards, but still, that's a eighth pick right there. You could have used that and drafted someone or traded it and gotten a better player than Vucevic. But I, I mean, He's played
0: horrible this year, I agree.
1: Yeah, his offense isn't there. His defense has never been there, but it's really looking bad now that he has to guard Giannis. I mean, yeah, he should never ever, 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 ever have to guard Giannis, but it's that's kind the of, the team yeah, that's just the way the team but is.
0: But I think the Bucs' bench and depth has been impressing me most in this series. Like, Grayson yeah. Allen had, what, 27 the other yeah, day? Yeah,
1: I, I didn't watch the whole game, but, like, I saw Wesley Matthews hit, like, three threes in a row out of nowhere, yeah. and, and I like, kind of forgot he was in the I
0: league. ESPN stat. I think Grayson Allen is, like, one of the only players to have four straight games where he has five threes in a game. That's disgusting. Why Grayson Allen? Like, where did he come uh, from? Duke. Yeah, that's, that's, why so, that's why he's so. That's uh, why he's so popular.
1: I don't know. I don't know if you can call him popular, but well known for. Yeah, well, okay. If a you're a player. bench shooter, well, no, no, he's well known. Yeah, but he's well known for bad reasons. Yeah, do you not remember the I stuff know. he used to do at Duke? I know even the stuff he does now. Anyway, <laughs> moving to the last Eastern Conference, to get carried by Giannis. <laughs> the Last Eastern Conference uh, series so far, uh, the Hawks and the Heat, with the Heat leading the series three to one. Uh, Trey Young has looked terrible, and this really made me laugh as a Knicks fan. He was outscored by Kevin Knox in games 1 and 4. Like, Kevin Knox scored, like, 11 points in a row last night. Like, I was in shock watching that. Because I don't know why I, like, kept watching because, bam, I needed Bam to score under 30 points, rebounds, assists. I'm like, I don't know why Bam's in, but I just have to watch. And just watching Kevin Knox go off really made me laugh because, like, (laughs) he do stuff like that in the Knicks all the time. Like, I remember... During the preseason, he had, like, back-to-back 20-point games. I'm like, he is him. He's finally having that season. And then he just didn't play all year. (laughs) He just did not play all year. But – I, I mean the the biggest story from this series so far has been Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he was like, like Bubble Butler. Yeah, who's had like back to back thirty point games. Was obviously, a double, double obviously an elite defender. Obviously, pick, picking up his offense because it kind of fell off towards the end of the season. And he obviously we he's all know like, how bad he was in the playoffs last season. He's like
0: crazy. I don't even know how to describe it. Like when he gets hot, no, he, he just good. he just unstoppable. He
1: is definitely crazy.
0: But um, I can think of a, not to interrupt you, but all I can think of is that video of him um, like out of breath in the bubble On where the, he leans over the bench. Yeah, I think picture, I, yeah. I think that video is so cool.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Um, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't... This I've not been paying much attention to this series. I, I,
0: I just don't think the Hawks ever stood a chance, I'll put it no, that way. I, no. think the Heat are, I think you're kind of counting out the Heat in a way, and I can see why, but I I'm think not, the Heat are going to give, if the Celtics win, I think the Heat are going to give the Celtics a decent run for their money. I don't... I'm not really counting out the
1: Heat, but I'm just very confident. It's in the gonna Celtics be Bucks Seventy Sixers, right? No, I think it's Bucks, Celtics Heat Philly. Heat. And it filling. is. I believe so. Oh, that is my bad. Because I remember gonna... before the playoffs, at least I, I was talking to my cousin James, who's a Celtics fan. And he, he was like, "Man, we have to go through Brooklyn and Milwaukee back to back." Uh, it'd be yeah, it'd be Bucks Celtics. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's rough. But I mean, you think uh, yeah, that's really rough, but.
0: That is really bad.
1: Yeah, I will. We'll see. I mean, if they can go the series without Middleton, who's like kind of known for dropping a ridiculous amount of points in the Celtics every time he plays them, if they can avoid Middleton and just slow down Giannis the way they've been slowing That's what down I would do. Kevin Durant, they are going to win that
0: series. Triple team Giannis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly, wouldn't even be surprised though if they did do that.
1: Yeah, no, they're going to stick. They're probably going to stick Rob will on him, which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. Because I don't, as much as fast and as versatile as Rob Will is, I'd rather have someone like Tatum on him just to keep up on the perimeter and then have Rob Will switch off at the same time. Brooke Lopez is too good of a shooter to have him sag off, so I I really don't know what they're going to end up doing with that matchup when the time comes. But with that, we'll move on to the Western Conference. playoffs the first series I have here is the Warriors and Nuggets. Yeah. And the, Nugget, or the Warriors leading the series three to one after the Nuggets avoid a sweep after a big game four win. Uh in that game the Warriors struggled very early on. I think Curry's like two for three for ten. Jordan Poole was like two for nine or something like that. But then they really picked it up and brought it back, but it just wasn't enough. Draymond had like his best game of the series, He had like 13 points and five of six from the field, like 11 rebounds, six assists. Obviously, it's Draymond Green. We know how he plays in the playoffs. It's the
0: most Warriors like that's the most stereotypical Warriors game, even as a loss. Like you just play horrible for three quarters, and all and of a sudden come out of nowhere yeah. and almost win. Like they nearly they were one possession away from winning a game. They were down like 13 at one point.
1: <sighs> <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, I mean, I obviously the Warriors are still going to end up winning the series. They're probably <laughs> going to win in Game Five. Uh, Jokic obviously needs help. He does have the help in Murray and MPJ, but obviously they're not here this season. Hopefully they'll next be back year. and fully healthy next season for the entirety he's, of the season.
0: I, I I know the video is everywhere right now, but the video of him calling the lob calling last the lob, night. Lob, he's yeah. I'm very impressed by how much of a leader he is too. Oh, because he's just kind of boring. You know what I'm saying? And like
1: he's a, he's a very he's not really like necessarily a quiet on the yeah, court. He's, he's a emotional. Quiet
0: player. I don't know. He's very mouthy at the ref sometimes. Well, on the court. okay,
1: outside the ref, yeah.
0: But, yeah, he seems very quiet on the court. He seems very quiet off the court. But you can tell he's, like, oh, a little bit of a leader in the way, but he has to be. He facilitates the entire offense yeah, and he, the entire he defense. he is that team. And
1: next, which is becoming, quickly becoming, the
0: most interesting series.
1: Easily. Yeah, how up. do I keep yawning? Anyways, <laughs> next series we have the Suns and Pelicans. Pelicans making this a very interesting series after tying it at 2-2 two two after crazy game last night Herb Jones is him he is him that's what I have in notes Herb Jones is him him (laughs) Jones Exactly. him and and, uh, Jose Alvarado are quickly becoming two of my favorite players in the league because I just love scrappy defensive late round draft pick guys or undrafted guys I mean my favorite players of all time are Draymond Green and Ben Wallace but like Watching Herb Jones block, like, three jump shots, Jose Alvarado do his patented sit-out-of-bounds and run up <laughs> behind you and steal the ball and then force an eight-second yeah, eight second on Chris Paul, it's just so much fun to watch. Because, like, obviously there's no Zion. But it doesn't matter when Brandon Ingram's averaging, like, thir- an efficient 30-a-game this
0: season. They're truly Series. a 1-5 through five team. That's my best description for that. They play. Which is just crazy. Yeah, they play they kind of so like be. they play so like so good on ball movement. That's my
1: best. I think that's their best it's characteristic. It's, it's their defense yeah. has been tremendous, and their offense from Brandon Ingram and even the role players has been huge. Well, you said it in the last episode, and you kind of
0: predicted it too. Like the, without Devin Booker. The bench or the other players on the Suns besides Chris Paul and Devin Booker don't score. They are there to essentially facilitate. Because
1: that's like they their have, offense. They, they like, have their two shot yeah. creators in Paul and Booker, and then they have a ton of sh- uh, catch-and-shoot guys that yeah. try to be shot creators but can't.
0: And, yeah, they, it's like they don't know how to score without Devin Booker. Not no, I saw, for, you know I what saw
1: DeAndre Eaton had a big game. I mean, obviously Chris Paul didn't But you know what I'm saying? Well. Like It's but
0: like they just don't know how to shoot or score. Like yeah, it, no, they, they, they look need, lost.
1: They need. Booker, which is why I don't like when people disrespect Booker, and I'm not I'm not gonna necessarily go out and say that Booker is the best player on the team because I don't know. Maybe I I probably put say he is after this se- season, but it, it just shows how important he is to that team. Yes, because they
0: look like just watch them. Like don't listen. Like stats aside, just watch them last night. Yeah. They look like there are possessions where they just don't even look like they know how to. They shoot. It's just really yeah. really strange for me.
1: But uh. I mean, the Western Conference series have all been really, really good so interesting. Far.
0: They've all been very different, though. I like that.
1: Yeah. Up next, we have the Mavericks and Jazz. with This series being tied two-two after a big Game Four win by the Jazz. You shouldn't. You should stop bashing Rudy Gobert. No, I'm going to. Because, <laughs> you should, you because, should stop. No, because that man is the reason that this game was even close his inability to hit free throws, his inability to rotate on the perimeter, his inability to do anything, he can't post up on Dwight Powell, can't post up on Maxi Cleeper, his inability as an offensive player is what made this a close game. They were hack a shacking him. Yeah. They were hack a shacking him. And it okay, in all because they got I, I, I do respect him for that final play. Yeah, but I that was a
0: no, not to be weird, but that was the least sexy game winner. Possession I have ever yeah. seen. Handball the ball to Rudy Gobert he takes two steps in the paint and dunks. Like come on! But, um, How do you not guard that?
1: But um, what was I gonna say? It, it's just the way I look at. it. Obviously, I've said multiple times I respect Gobert. A lot of the things I say about Gobert is just to troll because yeah, I yeah. like making fun of Rudy Gobert fans because they are very funny to get angry. <laughs> but he did play great in all, all in all seriousness. <laughs> like he played it. great defensively. He kind of got cooked by Luca at the end, which I did make fun of. But he, he's he's obviously a great player but it's just his inability as an offensive player is going to hurt them if it's not already. I mean, obviously the free throws are one thing where they were hack-a-shacking him down the line, he couldn't hit him. But then it came down to the line for Dwight Powell, and he missed both of them for the Mavericks, where if he hit both of them, they would have ended up winning the game. Uh, Luka played great and Yeah, return. Luka played well, yeah. Um, Jalen Brunson, I don't think, played tremendously. Yeah, they didn't
0: have that like good bench game like they did last
1: no, night. No, I think... I think. Did they run Dinwiddie off the bench or did they run uh, Brunson off uh, the bench? Because I really hope they didn't start all three of them. Because if they did, I, that's kind of dumb, in my opinion. I can look at that for you later. I got it right here. But if they started. Okay, no. They they ran Dinwiddie off the bench, who shot two for nine. Brunson shot 7 18, which isn't necessarily bad. But he needs to be more efficient, obviously. But Dinwiddie shooting two for nine is probably what cost them this game. Because at the end. At the end, I don't know if he necessarily had more, had enough time to pass it off. But like, they had time to get a shot off, and Reggie Bullock was standing like wide open in the corner, and Dinwiddie kind of chucked it up. He might have had time to get it off. I can't remember how, exactly how much time was on the clock. But can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do you feel about the Porzingis trade? Because that was one that we talked a lot about when it happened. Now, if Dinwiddie is hot, it, it's worth it. It is absolutely worth it because you're getting off of his contract. Although Dinwiddie's not a very good contract himself, I don't know. Would Porzingis be a better fit defensively and spacing wise on Gobert? Absolutely, but I don't think that they thought that they'd match up against the Jazz in the playoffs when they made that trade. I, I don't know. It's I, a weird matchup for them too. Yeah, because like if Gobert is even a, a a good offensive player, they'd be getting cooked. In all seriousness. But they just they, 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 I, they can't. I still think the Mavs are gonna win it. No, absolutely. I still love the Jazz winning that one or the Mavericks winning that one because Dinwe's not gonna shoot two for nine every game. Dwight Powell's not gonna miss free throws. Yeah, I mean as, as if he is a free throw shooter as Gobert is, he's not gonna hit, miss that many free throws in a game. Um Donnie also didn't play very well for a good portion of the game. He really he really picked it up at the end. He was playing fantastic at the end, but at the beginning he was not playing the best. But yeah, I'd still probably have to go Mavericks. I'd go Mavericks in six or seven. I, I don't. Think, see, I think they're really going to drag the series. Out. I, I agree. I think the Jazz will get one more. But I, I, I don't know. I I
0: really think they should have sat Luka another game. I know he looked okay, but I I don't know. It scares me.
1: Uh, I don't know. If he he looked fine and he looked athletic. that's what I'm saying. If he if he was showing signs that he wasn't fully healthy, then yes. But, but he, he looked, looked fine, fine. But it's still like I, don't, I guess it just scares me a little bit. If that makes sense. The way, the way I look at um. That is, it, it's just. I think that they he was ready to go for Game Three, but they didn't want to risk it, so they brought him in for oh, Game okay. Four. I think that's what it was. Then yeah, then okay, okay. You changed my mind. You're right. Last oh, series. Yeah, we have the Grizzlies and Timberwolves. The Timberwolves tying the series up two to two this after a huge a, a huge Game Four win. Another protest on the court. Another win for the Timberwolves. Did you see that? It's there have been three different protests. Why is it just this series though? Because – it's not this series because it happened in the play-in, but it's happening at the – their arena, whatever the Timberwolves arena's name is. Um, But I guess the owner owns, like, a food company, and so it's, like, vegan people. Did that. you see that girl get absolutely? That, that's what, just, I know, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. You that, saw the girl that, get destroyed. That security guard read read the scouting reports bro. <laughs> the moment the moment she like she flinched. sat up, yeah, she flinched, and he, he the just moment she sat her. up, he's like, "It's go time." The Giants should recruit exactly, that guy to play linebacker. Bro, I'll take him. But,
0: uh, just, if you haven't seen that video, just it's everywhere. Just go on. Like, uh, Rob Twitter, Perez posted it. It's hilarious. Like the the girl literally flinches, and this guy just full on body slams her. Yeah, but. <laughs> that's fun. To that's funny they planted a security guard on courtside seats. They probably that, had him
1: in, in every section. That's genius, though. Yeah, because they were probably expecting something like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, to me, one of the bigger uh, stories from this game is John Moran has not been played very well this playoff season. He's See, been, like, streaky. Very streaky. The way I look at it, he went from shooting seventy two percent in the paint in the regular season, now he's shooting like forty eight percent in really? the paint. Yeah, he's not his efficiency's been killing him. Obviously he's not the best defensive player, but he I, needs some work uh, defensively. Yeah, cool. obviously. But um I don't know. I'm not too worried about him as a player. It's his first playoff series ever. He shot 4 of four, four 15 last game. <laughs> 15 assists, though. Like, that's pretty good. Jaron Jackson fouled out again. That's pretty funny to see. As much as I do love that Jaren Jackson. That guy's always fouling out. He, you know, he, he has the potential to be one of, if not the best defensive players in the league, but his foul trouble is what is going to continue to harp that because he fouls so much. I can't stand some of the fouls in the NBA, though. No, yeah. Like, I mean, the ones they
0: call on Draymond sometimes are so ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, and they, like... Like, I can remember one vividly where Draymond, like, set feet, put his feet up, or put his hands in the air, and, it, and like, someone driving to the rim ran into him, and they called Draymond as a foul. I'm like, how is that a foul? He's like just standing
1: there. I mean, I'm looking at the stats from game four. All the starters from the Timberwolves were in double digits. Even though D'Angelo shot three for 12, that's pretty terrible. But, I mean, Jordan McLaughlin had a nice 16 bomb. That's pretty cool to see. I Anthony like Anthony Edwards have. Uh, Ant had 24 and 7 of 14 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. Cat had, I I have it in the notes, Cat had a very good bounce back game after really struggling the previous two. 33 points, 14 rebounds, uh, 1 block, 3 assists, 8 of 17 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, taking 17 free throws. Almost just as much as the uh, Grizzlies team as a whole. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that's really all all we have for the coverage. Three games tonight yeah oh yeah i'll go over the games quick generally we like to break down game by game but when the break the gap between wednesday, wednesday and, and monday, monday was way too much so i mean it took us nearly half an hour to get through all the game all the series yeah. so imagine if we went through all the games but as for the games games tonight i already mentioned the boston and brooklyn game on at seven I'm trying to load it so i can tell you guys uh, the channel Toronto
0: at or it's at tnt sorry What's up next? What's uh game? Toronto at 76ers that one's at 8 Probably. NBA TV yeah, which yeah, makes no serious. sense. Yeah, the, the uh, Oh yeah. my goodness, tickets are $34 for that. That's the cheapest ticket left. Yeah, it's going to get swept. They're going they're going to lose. And then Utah Dallas, an absolutely decisive oh, game yeah, by TNT 930
1: To me whoever to me Wh- if if either team wins by a decent amount, they're winning the series. Like if the, I agree. if the Mavericks win by like ten to fifteen, they're winning the series. If the Jazz win by ten to fifteen, they're winning the series. Big game. Definitely suggest watching that one. And yeah. then tomorrow night's
0: games are Atlanta at Miami. That should be the end of the series in my mind. I think the they're, they're, Heat would win at home. That'd be a very Heat yeah. thing to do. And then Timberwolves Grizzlies at seven thirty, a TNT game. And then uh, Pelicans Suns, which I'm very excited for that game five. Two. That one's at ten. Oh, it's,
1: come on. Alright, so we want to late we want to do podal before we move into uh, we'll break. baseball or yeah, break, we'll, do yeah. a,
0: we'll do a quick game of podal, yeah. Alright, let's so see. So podal's like for those who you just begun listening, it's just like wordle but NBA.
1: Alright. Start off with what used do, RJ Barrett. Uh so we have he's a forward or a guard and he's six he's taller oh, than six, six foot six, six and, and older than twenty one. Uh western player, I don't know, Draymond Green. Okay, there we go, all right, so he's Whoa. yeah, we got a lot here. He's in the Pacific division, which is the warriors Clippers Lakers, kings, and there's one more look up the last team on it, but he's between six foot six and six foot eight, and he's under the age of thirty two so he's either it's yellow on thirty two so he's either thirty one or thirty It's a good it's a good division to have. Warriors, Clippers, Suns, Kings, Lakers. So the Suns are in that division. Yes. Okay, I was gonna say Harrison Barnes, but he wears forty-one, I believe. So it can't be him because his number is lower. His number is between nine and twenty-three. So he's uh, tall. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Is it what number does Melo wear now? He's oh, is it Melo? No, because Melo's well older than older than thirty-two. Is it LeBron? Just kidding. No. <laughs> um, why don't you try Devin Booker? Because he's he's not he's oh he's not a forward he's a he's a guard yeah. and his the age it's got to be thirty or thirty one like is it like Wayne out El- no Wayne Ellington's not that tall uh oh um, Trevor Ariza I think Trevor Ariza might be like thirty five Trevor Ariza is just not an option okay yeah let's um, say that's not coming up
0: hmm
1: let me do Harrison Barnes in case of someone on the Kings. Okay, so now we have his, his exact height.
0: He's 60. six foot. He's he's six foot Between eight. Between 29 and thirty two, lower than forty. Yep. Okay. What's so so it's not on the Warriors, not on the Kings. So we're down to Clippers, Suns, Lakers. It's probably.
1: I feel like it's someone on the Clippers. Is it Nick Batum? I think it might be Nick Batum. I cannot remember the life of me his number, but it might be Nick Batum. Nope, but he's on the Clippers. So oh, it's Robert Covington. Gotta be Robert Covington. <laughs> I like that Nope, it's not Robert. Wow. Okay, we literally have everything. So it's a six foot eight, thirty-one year old forward <laughs> on the Clippers. Under
0: below twenty-three.
1: Okay. Six foot eight.
0: This is where you at you got. Oh, it. it's
1: Marcus Morris. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's everything.
1: It's everything. Who is this? How many forwards do the Clippers have? So it's not Nick Batum. It's not Robert Covington. It's not Marcus Morris. I can't think of any other forwards who are 30. Will Cunard is not 30. Amir coffee is not 30. Oh, my God. It's Kawhi Leonard. Is it? It's got to be Kawhi. Nope. Paul George? <laughs> okay, it was Paul George.
0: That was Paul George that whole time. Okay,
1: so here's my thing. Here's my reasoning with taking so long. It is almost never, like, a superstar. Yeah. I'm always thinking of a bench player on that team. So, like, I, I, right when I said Clippers, I'm like, all right, it's got to be, like, some bum. Not even a bum, because obviously Nick Batum and those players aren't bums. But, like, some it's bum. not It's not Paul George or Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. But little did I know it was finally a star because My it's, goodness. it's. I mean, think about how many times we've done this. How many times has it been a really good player? Like, the one day it was, like, Kelly Olynyk. You know?
0: Yeah. So that's that's your uh, for now in basketball. That's your podal. When we come back from the break, we'll get. Well, actually, we'll do Weddle to start. Yeah, and then we'll do a brief baseball coverage, hit Wardle, and then we got a couple sporical quizzes for you guys. We know those have been uh, enjoyed recently. So, tune in. We've got a couple good songs for you, and then we'll come right
1: back. Hope you enjoyed our very different tastes in music. Hey,
0: we got a lot of different stuff going. Welcome back to WQKE. Uh, so quick baseball coverage, then we'll do some uh, quick sporical quizzes for you guys. So the biggest story in baseball is Miguel Cabrera finally got 3,000 hits. He had like 2,999 for like three games, I think. Yeah, no, I
1: love, I love Miguel Cabrera. Like the
0: Yankees were playing, and uh, they had like warned the Yankees pitchers like if he gets 3,000 hits, like there's going to be a break in the game because they're going to do like a quick ceremony. Yeah. Um, he he put one right through the gap against the Rockies, I believe. It was re- a really cool moment. He's the seventh player ever in history with 500 home runs and 3,000 hits. That's you got to think like him and Pujols are Like, two of the most dominant hitters in the steroid era, and they never tested positive for steroids. Yeah. It's, it's, like, unbelievable for me to fathom. So quickly we'll do what we always do every week just kind of go over the leaders in every every division what our thoughts are and then Blue Jays and Yankees tied at first in the AL East with t- a 10-6 record we'll talk about the whole Yankees situation in a couple minutes mm-hmm. there was a, a, a very fun interaction I wouldn't say fun a very disappointing interaction as yeah. a Yankees fan the other day and the Blue Jays 10-6 no surprises there I think their hitting is really starting to turn around now like Bo Bichette is, I believe and Guerrero are starting to go off a little bit uh, the, the White Sox struggling lately. Yeah, they've
1: been very disappointing.
0: Yeah, falling down to 6-9. and nine. They were leading the division last time we talked. The Twins, oddly enough, are 8-8, eight and eight, and the Guardians right behind them 7-8, and eight After the, even though the Yankees swept the Guardians, uh, finished a sweep yesterday. The Mariners, which one of our professors would be very happy right now if he heard this. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, the, uh, the Mariners are 10-6 and six right now. I think they're like the hottest team in baseball. Uh, Jeff Passan was tweeting about them the other day, but let me just, like, of the top batting leaders they're first of all they're completely different when we looked last week of the top batting leaders two of them are mariners it's really? uh yeah tom murphy's hitting 421 I, i've heard of that one. and then all of a sudden ty france who's like this is just random player or not random he's I'm good
1: exactly. i've heard of. Ty he's france good
0: before. but he's like i want to say
1: he's not that level he's not been for that hitting level. 375 yeah, that's, that's what kind what of a little lot, a little yeah. out of left yeah. field
0: i would say i'm sure mariners fans are gonna
1: uh, very angry i not how, da-
0: how dare you yeah i don't want to hear that whatever Angels right behind them, nine and seven. Surprisingly, the Astros are seven and eight, but it's so early in the season that yeah. this is all pretty much irrelevant or will be irrelevant in three months. The Mets, I believe, meet best record in baseball, twelve meet and five. The Their division is come so on, bad.
1: Come on, meet the Mets. It's so bring bad. The kiddies, bring your wife.
0: The Mar- um, the Marlins behind on, them at seven and eight. <laughs> Little background music. So I think another cool story that happened over the weekend is uh, Jorge Soler returned to Atlanta. And first of all. Jorge Soler only played, like, three months in Atlanta because he got there on the deadline day in August, and then he won World Series MVP that year, but he was, like, absolutely monumental in their playoff run. He had that huge home run uh, in the series-winning game over Houston, I believe. Yeah, I, I, he, hit, he legit hit a ball to the tracks in Houston, mm-hmm. which is uh, in, in the game-winning, or the winning game of that series. Yeah. So he returned to Atlanta. And the crowd went crazy. I think curtain calls are the coolest thing ever. Like when you in baseball, when you hold your helmet and you're like waving it, waving it around a little bit. Like the crowd was loving that. It'll be very interesting to see what they do for Freddie Freeman's return. Whether he gets booed or not, I don't think he'll get booed. But he's a really likable guy. But Braves are seven and ten. So fun fact for you, Cardinals nine and five. Uh, Albert Pujols is actually having a pretty good start to the year. You know, Albert Pujols isn't actually the slowest player on his team. I saw the stat the other day; he's the second oh, slowest. Oh,
1: it's um, their catcher. Yeah, it's uh, what is his name? Mancada. I think I don't know. You want, is it? it I, I might be thinking of a completely wrong player, but if I I'm you're not thinking of a wrong. Player. If if I'm not mistaken, is it Yohan Mankata? But I know I know it is their catcher. No, I'm not Yohan Mankata. I'm completely wrong in that. But I know it's their catcher. We all know how I know that. MLB the show, because I had their catcher and he quite literally has a z- a speed rating of zero. I think it's uh, he's good though. It's
0: Molana. Mo- That's what Yadier it is. Molina. Yes, Molina. Yadier Sorry. Molina.
1: Yep. I don't know why I
0: thought of Yohan Makata, but I knew it Still, a, I don't know how he got those mixed up. Whatever. Me so- either. That's a fun stat for you, but they're 9-5. and five. I know Paul Goldschmidt had, like, a home run or two in a game ago, so it's pretty cool to see yeah. him it's still doing well. I remember when he was really good on the Diamondbacks. Brewers are 10-6. and six. Uh, They're on a two-game winning streak. And then the NL West, which continues to prove itself as it's one of the best divisions in baseball, obviously we all knew what it would be because the Dodgers <sighs> are 11-4 and four to start the season. Yeah. Uh, then right behind them are the Giants, who have won three straight and are 11-5. and five. And like I said, I did not expect the Giants to be doing this
1: early no, on in the season. I don't think many people did. But
0: I really hope they can do well. I know... Um, Jock Peterson is still playing really well for them. so Jock. Jock Peterson. And then the Rockies are 10-5. Then quickly we'll run over the stats. Uh, like I said, Tom Murphy leading all, all uh, baseball on average, hitting 421, which is so impressive. CJ Cron yeah. for Colorado has six home runs. And then Byron Buxton yeah, has six for uh, Minnesota. Had a really sick walk-off, I think, the other night. Jose Ramirez has 20 RBIs, which is absolutely ridiculous. Ty France has uh, 19. And then Ty France leads the league and hits
1: with 19. Nice. Nice uh, to see that Trey Mancini is not having a terrible start to the season so far. <laughs> of course, Trey Mancini. Listen, man, Trey Mancini is one of my favorite players
0: of all time. Wow, the Mets pitching is good. Yes, sir. Tyler McGill, I think his name. Yep. Yes. Yep. He has three wins. Max Scherzer has three wins. Two top in yeah. baseball. Yeah. Uh, and then Clinton Kershaw has three wins, and a bunch of other people are tied up there. Uh, pa- Pablo Lopez is currently leading... The league and earned run average at point five, or whoa, point five. Excuse me, point five two, which is such a good uh, ERA. ERA to yeah. start the season. Then Logan Gilbert behind him for Seattle with a point five four, and then Madison Bumgarner, which I can't. I such an irrelevant player. Used to be such a good pitcher. I was gonna so, say he's I a remember one ERA. really good. He's a one ERA right now, which is crazy. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Ro- Romano, I think, believes his name for Toronto's eight saves. Yeah, Josh Hader has eight saves. Uh, but besides <laughs> that, that's basically it. I didn't even know quality. I forgot that quality starts. Quality
1: starts. Such a stupid stat. I know that from fantasy. Such a stupid stat. All
0: right. Well, that's basically your baseball update. Oh, we're going to talk about the Yankees. So over the weekend, the Yankees had a very interesting fan interaction. Um, So there was bottom of the ninth, two outs. The Yankees shorts up, doubled into the gap to tie the game. And Stephen Kwan, which we've talked about, Stephen Kwan, he was that guy who had like no swings and misses for his first like ten games yeah. of the season or something like that. Runs into the wall and is like hurt, like he like visibly hurt, but still. And the crowd is like in left, is cheering, and everyone knows bleacher creatures how crazy the Yankees bleacher fans are, so they're cheering. And the uh, rightfully so, the Guardians outfield gets starts to get really mad about this. So one of their outfielders climbs up on the fence and gets in the face of one of the fans and he's like swearing at him whatever and all the fans are whatever it was just a really bad look for yankees fans and just they, they those people aren't yankees fans in my mind because they were just scumbags that day yeah then next player up glaber torres uh pinch hits and has a pinch hit walk-off hit to, to win the game so they made a ninth inning rally make the comeback as uh this is happening they start throwing the yankees fans in right field because he doubled into right start throwing garbage on the field and like throw it at their outfielder. The Guardians outfielder, it was so cool. Caught a beer can, turned around, like, looked at one of them, like, just staring him down. So, I mean, at least they handled it well. The umps went out there, and, like, the Yankees are in mid-celebration. And, like, all the Guardians players are running out there. All the Yankees players are running out there. And Judge and Stan are running out there. And they're like, not cool, not cool, like, stop. And after the game, there was a big deal.
1: Yeah, I my, saw a lot of posts on it. My
0: personal morning. opinion is that the Yankees, those are not... John Sterling, the Yankees radio announcer, was like, "Those aren't f- scumbags. Those are hooligans Those is exact yeah. words. Or those aren't fans. Sorry, they are scumbags. Yeah, and they just were like, "That's just not a good look at all. Don't do that. You don't ever throw things at."
1: Yeah, Yankees fans have a bad enough like rap reputation. As it is. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like, why would you ever do that? And a lot of Yankees fans are kind of just saying like, "Those aren't fans," and I agree with that. Like, the
1: fact that you would even consider doing that is just horrible, dude. I hate Stephen A. Smith. Random. I just want, I'm looking, because I'm, I'm still on, I still have, like, ESPN popped up from, from basketball coverage, and I'm seeing NBA videos. Stephen A., Ben Simmons might be the most pathetic excuse for a professional athlete ever. Like, dude, shut up. Did you see the thing he said about Kyrie? What? I don't even want to say it on air, but, like, I, I, it's whatever. He got on air, on on live television, and he said, and I, and I quote, when Russia bombed Ukraine, I thought Kyrie wasn't going to show up to play. How can you say that? How do you – okay, one, how do you relate the two? There's no relation between the two. Two, how about instead of using a, a, a worldwide tragedy to boost your ratings on television and make fun of a player, you just shut up? Like, I'm I i, I I'm cool when Stephen A is, like, a funny guy, but, like, the la, like la, watching basketball and trying to listen to him talk about it with, like, professionals like J.J. Redick – like um, Mike, I think Greenberg, I think his name is that they have on, uh, on the yeah. He'll debate. The show. I love when he They're just he, he just doesn't know what he's talking yeah, you about. He like man. debates
0: JJ Reddick on basketball strategy all the time. If you ever watch it, it's hilarious, dude. Like
1: dur- during the Hawks game, he was like talking about before John Collins came back. He's like he's like oh you know John Collins is playing a pretty big role for this for this team, and they were like dude he's not even playing. <laughs> like it's just I can't I can't stand the guy, man. He's he just if you want to be loud and funny. Be loud and funny. I love Stephen A. when he's loud and funny. But don't try to act like you know what you're talking about when you very, very clearly don't.
0: And I can I can definitely agree with that. All right. Let's uh, play some trivia games. Let's start with Weddle. Spork, oh, Weddle. Okay. I'm hop on that real quick. I already plugged in Daniel Jones. Of course. What do we got in that while I this up? Green quarterback. Okay. So it's a quarterback. In the uh, NFC? and In the AFC. Nothing for that. Uh, under 6'5", under 24, above mid, number 8. So he's
1: under 24.
0: Yeah, AFC quarterback under 24.
1: And how is he taller or shorter? than Shor- Shorter. So, uh, okay. I want to say Derek Carr, but I know last time I said short quarterback, and no, it was Derek, Derek Carr is Carr.
0: Not, No, Derek Carr's not. It's below 24. Really young. So, Justin Fields? A-
1: no, he's in the NFC. I was going to say Justin Fields. Is Let's it, do Justin Fields. It's in the AFC. Justin Fields is in the NFC. Oh, I'm NFC North.
0: Okay, well it says gives us Give law. He's twenty-three, he's six foot three, and he's a quarterback.
1: Twenty-three. He's six foot three. Above and the number eight, too. And above the number eight. Why do I think the Bears are in the AFC? Okay, um, above the number eight. Yeah. Uh, doesn't Justin Herbert wear eight? So it's not him. I think he wears eight. Yeah, he wears eight. Let's we'll try Herbert. Sure. Just see, out of curiosity. Oh, is it Herber? Herbert
0: wears ten? Yeah. Okay. Yellow on AFC West. So it's in the AFC. But Non-AFC not in the AFC West. West. Yep. Below six foot six, below oh Herbert's twenty four. We should have known that. But where's number ten? Well, quarterbacks are number ten. It's gotta be a backup. No. Davis Mills.
1: Nope. What?
0: Yellow on AFC South, so it's still AFC. Okay, so we have the He's below he's six foot three. So we got that. He's twenty three uh-huh. for sure. And uh-huh. he wears a number ten.
1: Mac Jones. It's it's definitely Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones. Uh, everything that matches up to be Mac, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yep, it's Mac Jones. Yeah. Okay, since so that went by hard Hardwetel pulled up. I'll pull that up right now. I for people, Oh, I have to finish with normal mode.
0: For Mac people Jones. who don't know, like Mac Jones, is, I love Mac Jones. I can't stand the Mac
1: Jones slander. <laughs> All right. Andrew start off Jones. with hard Andrew Thomas NFC East, but he's a defensive player in the NFC East. And he's, but he's not in the Giants, so we'll go with one of my favorite defensive players in the NFC East, Cameron Curl of the Washington Commanders. So he's a defensive player who is six foot two. Cameron what? Curl. Oh. K M K A M R E N Curl. C U R L. Um. So he's older than twenty three. He is six foot two. he's a defensive player. So with that, we'll go. Uh, who's a Darius Slay for the Eagles? All right, he's on Philly. He's not a safety or a corner, and he's six foot two, so he's got to be a linebacker, and he's older than 31. thirty-one. He's old. Oh, is it Fletcher Cox? It might be Fletcher Cox. I think he's kind of he's kind of smaller. Uh, I, no. I, okay, I, I blanked on that one. It's got to be a linebacker, but I don't. I know they have Alex Singleton, who's really young. Because it's not a safety or a corner, because they do have some older guys in in there. Um. I really don't know let me let me like look up Alex Singleton see if it's a linebacker it's not a linebacker he's also in the AFC West now he's not even on the Eagles anymore um Alex Singleton's on the Broncos that's awesome what position could it be oh is it Brandon Graham yep Brandon Graham is it actually yep okay cool. I didn't know he's that small wow so it wasn't also it was did, an I ant. also did not think he was older than Fletcher Cox. He's also a defensive end, too. Fletcher Cox being only thirty one is very crazy to me. Alright, so what now? sporical Quick Spork. What? But... what quiz do you want to do? I'll let you pick. Okay, what do we got here? There's uh the this is probably the fastest one. Pick it's NBA champion starters from two thousand to two thousand nine. <laughs> There's uh um, awesome. scoring champ since I believe eighty seven. Uh NBA players have dropped fifty in a game at NBA alma maters. Let's do the starting five. That's awesome. That's okay. such a good quiz. All right. All right. I, I usually don't open them up, but I need to see the team so I can imagine it in my head. So do you want to start from the top? We'll start from the bottom at 2,000. 2,000 Lakers. Okay. So at point you game, Derek Fisher. Yep. Kobe. Lights up like 20 of them for Derek. Yeah. Or three of them for Derek. Yep. Um, Shaq, obviously.
0: Oh, that's awesome. You could put Shaq in and it comes up. Now,
1: this might not be 2000, but Horace Grant, he might be for 2000. He's for 2001, but
0: 2000, okay. you don't have the guard. I don't have a guard? Yeah, you have Kobe and it's not Derek Fisher.
1: Oh, it's um Ron Harper? Yep. Okay, for 2000, it was Ron Harper? Why did he recruit so many former Bulls? Never mind. I don't know. Anyways, forward Rick Fox. I don't think it's gonna be Rick Fox this year though. Yep.
0: It is Rick you Fox. Have th- th- you? you have all two thousand and one, sorry, two thousand, you still need two forwards. For
1: so okay. For two thousand, you're gonna have I don't know why I'm blanking, so we're gonna move on. Two thousand three Spurs, you're gonna have Tony Parker. Yep. Tim Duncan, uh, obviously. Um Bruce Bowen. Am I spelling Bowen? Oh, okay, never mind. Got it. Yeah, let's say. Um, uh, ma- uh, Manu, he might not be listed as a starter, but he might be there. Who? Manu. How do you spell that? Uh, Gino Bili. G I N O B I L I. G G-I-N-O-B-I-L. I N O. Gino Bili. B I L. Yep. For two thousand five, though, not. So okay. So then you're gonna have um Nazir Muhammad. I don't know how to spell that, so we'll just say that we know it's Nazir Muhammad because I know he's a starter for one of these teams. Okay. All right. 2004 Pistons. Chauncey, Rip, Tayshaun, Rashid, Ben. Grip. Rip? Rip. Uh, yep. Hamilton. Yeah. And Tayshaun Prince. And then it'll pop up. You just type in Wall, so it'll give you Ben and, yeah, and ben Rashid. Yeah. All right. 2005 Spurs. I have no idea. You're only now. missing a center. A center? It's probably. I think it's Nazar Muhammad. I, I'm like. 75% sure it's Nazar Muhammad, Or, am I, I mean, I don't think Tiago's Twitter was around that early, but you can look up it and see if it's Tiago. Uh, I'm just going to look it up quickly just to see what it is. All right. I think it's Nazar <laughs> Muhammad. That's funny. Uh, why want I look
0: up... Never mind. I don't know. Yeah, I found it. M-O-H... One second. Mo. Oh. Sorry for people listening. I'm trying to learn how to spell Muhammad. Okay, got it. So 2005 Spurs is done. It is Nazar
1: Muhammad. Okay. Uh, 2006 Heat. You're gonna have J uh, J J Will, Williams. Sue Williams. Yep. Dwyane Wade. Yep. Shaq should already be there. Yep. Antoine Walker. Yep. And for the last forward spot, is it gonna be? Um, this makes me so nostalgic. Jeff. Uh, if you succeed, you're gonna have. Ow, why can't I think of this? Is it like, um. I don't know. Move on to 2007 Spurs. Yep. I yep. feel like yep. we have, have Tony Parker,
0: that. Bruce Bowen, Tim Duncan. So uh a guard and center left. Uh, is it
1: Rick Barry? I think Rick Barry might be one of them for one of the Spurs nope. teams. No, Rick Barry at all. Is Barry BRRY? Yes. Yeah, then no. I have no idea. 2008 Celtics. Yep. Rondo, Ray Allen, Pierce, Garnett. Perkins oh I spelled Garnett wrong. Perkins who's the other one Rondo
0: Allen Garnett Perkins Pierce oh yeah sorry okay 2009
1: Lakers um that you're gonna have Fisher is Fisher, yep. Fisher uh, Kobe Ryan. yep Um. Ron Artest I don't think so actually how do you spell Artest anyway A-R-T-E-S-T yeah no uh, Pau Gasol
0: spelled Gasol. Why can't I
1: remember? Gasol. O-L. G-A-S-O-L. Oh, okay. Um. Who? It's Bynum? Andrew Bynum, maybe? Bynum? No, I, I, it might be, but I think that's 2010, so I'm thinking of Bynum. No. No Bynum. I didn't even know how to spell it. B-Y-N-U-M. Oh, yeah. Andrew Bynum. Yeah, Andrew Bynum. Um, missing Forward. Forward. It's not run our test. Um... Huh. One minute. It's probably overnight. like smush. Try, try Parker. Is it like smush Parker?
0: No. I don't know. Okay, so no. you're missing both forwards for the 2000 Lakers, one forward for the 2002 Lakers, guard and center for the 2003 Spurs, guard for
1: the Pistons. Wait, and how am I missing a guard? For the Pistons. Chauncey? You put Chauncey down? How do you spell that? B I L L U P S, Billups. B I L L U P S.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. Chauncey, up. Yep spurs you got them all 2006 heat you're missing a forward 2007 spurs you're missing a guard in the center and then you're missing nine of them and then 2009 lakers missing a forward
1: it's gonna be no, it, it, i know there's gonna be like one that's really obvious i oh wait hold on 2002 lakers or no wait no they didn't win a team with that they didn't win a ring with that team um robert ory robert ory's gonna pop up for how do you spell that h-o-r-r-y H-O-N. I think that's a four for the
0: 2000 Lakers. 2002 Lakers. 2002. Came up. So you, you finished a bunch of them. You have 17 seconds left, by the way. Oh, okay. So we'll just let it run. Just say I'll just say give up. Okay. Interesting. 2000 <laughs> Lakers. Who'd I miss? Oh, add. One second. Anticipation. Glenn Rice. Okay. I, I knew he played for the Lakers, but I didn't think he was in 2000.
1: AC Green. He had to have been, like, 40, dude. He was playing, like, the 80s. That's insane. Okay. You got all the
0: 2001 Lakers. You got all the 2002 Lakers. Okay? 2003 Spurs. Steven Jackson. I should have gotten that. David Robinson. Uh, yeah. I don't know how I missed that one. Okay. Pistons, you got? Mm-hmm. Sorry. All, 2005 Spurs, you got them all. 2006, Heat. Udonis
1: Haslam. <laughs> I mean, the dude hasn't played in, like, 20 years. 2007
0: Spurs, right? uh uh-huh. Michael Finley, and then...
1: Michael Finley was yes. still around in 2007.
0: Fabio Oberto. Oh, wait, what? Fabrico? Ob- I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Show me. Fabrico Alberto? I have no idea who that is. F-A-B-R-I-C-I-O. I have absolutely no idea Oberto. that is. O-B-E-R-T-O. Who was I
1: missing on the 2009 Lakers? Trevor Ariza. Ariza? Ariza? Ariza. Yeah, I completely forgot. Wow, I blanked on a lot Come of yours. 84% average is 90%. Yeah, no, that's not that's not bad.
0: So not there's bad. your savorical quiz if you enjoy the quiz shows. But besides that, tune in on Wednesday for your draft coverage. We've already done quite a bit, but you'll get our final thoughts. And we'll probably we, what we should do on Wednesday is make a mock draft.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I was asking exactly yeah. as I was going to make one before gonna the make, show.
0: We're going to make a mock. We should do it live. That'd be awesome. We, we could we should, do it. We're yeah. going to make a mock draft on Wednesday, live decision. Yeah, tune in then uh, for that show. And if you miss it, tune in on our Twitter, Sports Report PLT, or yep. on YouTube to be able to find this show if you miss parts of it. But besides that, have a blessed night, and we'll see you Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Yep. Look forward to it.